Hello, and welcome to the Psychology Diary podcast, where we talk about everything mental health. In this episode, my guest to be Claire. Claire is a film producer, a voiceover artist, a rotary image chair, content developer, kids mentor, product model, radio host, and founder of Claire Cares Foundation. She's an amazing woman, and she was an incredible guest. Listen to this interview. Like, tell me more of you. I see you wear many hats. Uh, yes, I do wear many hats. Yes. So, should I start? Yeah, go on. Okay, so, um, I run Clarkhead's Foundation. Um, it's a foundation that caters for kids. Um, not just kids. Well, young people... We send kids, young people back to school, provide educational materials to schools in rural areas. Um, we all, I also organize pep talks in schools. Um, I take advantage of international days like uh, the World Menstrual Hygiene Day, International Day of the Girl Child, uh, and some other special days. And I go to schools to talk to them. And of course, do this on a realm of giving out sanitary towels and educating them on, um, you know, good health care and the rest of them. I also have the tradition of doing the Feed 1000 every December. Um, I pick a specific area in Lagos State as um, this is where I'm based for now. So uh, I organize the Feed 1000 for the community, give out food to 1,000 people. And then we just have more like a mini Christmas party before the Christmas itself, you know. Then um, in February, March, I, I, I try to get about 10 to 15 people who I can buy jam forms for, and they also follow up on their lessons. Yeah, so in between, things can actually come up. Um, um, I'm one who is open for um, collaborations with organizations, but I'm also very careful because I've met a lot of people who just want to do stuff because they need to achieve something, if you understand what I mean. So um, I need to always ask questions to understand their vision, if it aligns with mine, if it's for a good cause, you know, and all of that. So I'm actually open for collaborations in the year as much as I have or we have our goals lined up for the year. Then um, I do voiceovers, um, which sincerely is not something that, you know, is um, a 24-7 thing. You know, you have to meet someone who knows somebody that knows somebody that wants to run a voiceover for an ad or commercial, as the case may be. Um, and that's owing to the fact that I was on radio at some point. Um, if, I, if I have to calculate the years, I was on radio, I think I was say six years plus. Yeah, so radio was... Um, Radio was the start of a good life for me. Um, it was, I mean, I've always wanted to do something that had communication in it. And then radio was just a, a pointer for me. I took advantage of it and it was all good. I mean, most of the contacts I have today are from the radio experience I've had. And it was a good opener for me. It opened um, doors for me. Yes, it did. Then um, I also, I mean, to filmmaking. Um, for a while, I've been doing production management in quotes in, um, for people when they want to shoot their movies. And if I have to, I'll also help people produce their movies if I'm not doing mine. 
then um, I've also directed a few short films that are topical, one on rape violence, another on violence, and there's one that had to do with fiction. Um, what else do I do? Which other hats do I wear? Okay, I, so um, I'm also interested model. in... Sorry? I had a product model. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. So, um, so what I, okay, the thing is, I love to take pictures. Like, I like to be the one people snap. Let me put it that way. It's not like I ha like to handle the camera. So I like to be the one you would take, you know, use the camera on. So uh, my interest grew and a few people um, understood the fact that, oh, this picture thinking that you do can actually fetch money for us, right? So when we have a product or we, we have someone who wants to market uh, anything, we'll, have, we'll call you and then you, you know, do adverts for them. And I'm like, okay, fine. So it, initially it was just like, oh, a fun, fun thing. Then um, after a while it became, oh, okay, so um this is what we have and i mean is the offer okay can we do this can we do that and then that was how it kicked off you know and i also have interest in um kids with special um needs you know kids who have autism kids who have down syndrome um attention disorder and the rest of them basically i'm particular about the mental health and the mental well-being of of kids or people around me so that's that's i think that's it <laughs> i think that's it great so how can children be protected against bullies how can children be protected against bullies okay yeah so it's it starts from the home like you need to make your children understand you need to make your children understand um when it is wrong to call you names or when it is not, you know, that sometimes we just take a lot of things for granted. So your, your child comes back home and tells you, oh, mommy, this, this boy called me, um, called me a fat dog or called me something. And then you go, oh, don't mind him. And then inside of the inside, the child is battling this whole uh, fear of going to school or meeting this person and being called that name. Before you know it, he starts retracting. Before you know it, he wants to be on his own. Before you know it, I'll give you an example. I, I went visiting my cousin once upon a time. Uh, that's like two years ago. And I had, I had met her daughter before. You know, I've, I've stayed with them for a couple of months. So I knew her. So the next time I came in, I wrote she was really, if, if you just mention her name or if you try to stop her, she's scared. She cries. She's, she drops everything and she runs inside. I noticed, and I called the mother and said, ah, Dima, didn't you notice that there's something about um, your daughter? She said, like, what? And then I told her, like, the last time I came, this wasn't how she used to behave. So what went wrong? And she said, eh, that she doesn't know. And then she said, come here. Is there anything wrong? You don't do that. You know, psychologically, how do you expect the child to answer you in front of me? She's your daughter, right? So you need to call her in and, tell, and ask her, what's wrong with you? Why are you behaving like that? Before you used to play with this, 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 why you not play? Why are you outside? Why are you inside alone? Come out, come and join your daughter. No, if come and join your sister. If this is not happening, if um, if someone tells you something like this, tell me. Or when the person tells you that, tell the person you are not a dog. Or tell the person I will report. You know, there there are certain things you need to tell your child to be able to confront issues. So if a child comes home and tells you, don't tell the person, don't mind him. No, let the person be able to confront that child or whoever it is that is trying to bully her. Bullying 
mentally destroys a child even for an adult it destroys an adult's mind mindset so if someone constantly tells you um you are too far to now it depends also on the context to which it's being said it's different when i say hmm you're actually getting fat okay what you do and it's different when i say you're actually very fat ah why are you like this that's so different ways of saying this thing even the first one isn't so good because you really don't know why people get fat you really don't know what the person is facing at the time i have learned this over the years i mean i might this might have to be the first time i'm saying this but i've been battling fibroid as a woman all right and for me it was making me put on so much weight so for some people they might be reducing in size in body weight so a lot of people at the time would always say, ah, Claire, you're so fat. Why are you fat? See your arm. It was, it was almost going to get to me. But I told myself, man, whatever. <laughs> they don't even know what I'm facing, so to hell. But I blocked my ears to it. I blocked my mind to it. How many people can confidently do that? Do you understand? So like I told my, my cousin before I left, I said, you need to call her. Ask her. Don't let anybody be around you. Don't talk to her like, come here. What? No, call her and say, and pet her. Tell her, I like how you used to play before. Why are you not playing with them? And tell me what happened. She eventually did it. And she found out that it was a teacher in her school that kept on bullying her. Because for every time she failed, the teacher calls her, although you can never get it, she don't know it. So it continued like, because I remember even trying to help her with her homework. She now said, I'm a teacher, I won't get it. I can't get it. My auntie said, I will not get it. That I don't know anything. It stopped, it stopped there. So even this bullying thing is not just about your mates bullying you. Even an older person can bully you. Unconsciously, she may not even know that she's doing that. But she's really tormenting this child. And mentally, the person might not be stable for a long while. And that's why you see sometimes there's some kids who are just, you know, into themselves. They may not naturally be quiet people or people who want to be on their own, but because of things that have happened around them, which they don't want to tell mommy, or they try to tell mommy or daddy, but nothing was done. And you know what? The results are just staying on their own. So we need to, it needs to start from, they said, um, charity begins at home. Start from home and let your child be able to talk to you. Let him or her be able to say, mommy, this was what happened. This was a mistake I made. Yes, flog the child. If you have to flog the child, shout, scream if you want to do it but at least do something so that it doesn't repeat itself again. So that oh. I'm of the opinion that it starts from home and you can help the child. Great. Amazing. 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 So how has the work at uh, Claire's Care Foundation served as a positive driver of helping disadvantaged people? Okay. So um, let's start from when I visit schools. So when I visit schools, um, a lot of the teachers would tell me, oh, there are some, I need to show you some students, some specific students. Um, this is, um, they, they are shy. They don't know how to walk with their friends. They don't know how to answer questions on the assembly ground. Their heads are faced down. They don't know how to talk in public. They don't know how to do this. They don't know how to do that. They feel they can't speak English as good as the next person. So they rather keep quiet. You know, so but the good thing is I don't go alone when I visit schools for pep talks. I go with you know other people, like people who can train, people who can mentor, people who can teach. So we work on as much as we are trying to teach other people, we also work specifically on those ones who you know the teachers must have pointed. Please help us with this child. Please help us with this child. I remember um, a girl. I um, I can't remember her name now. Um, her school is Sound Hope, yeah, Sound Hope International School. Her teacher, her principal, called me aside and said, "Please help us work on this girl. She can't talk 
when people are talking, she can't stand with others. If she's walking, she's putting her head down because she's very shy. She feels intimidated. She feels, you know, her self-esteem is, is not upright and all that. We have to work on her. If you go there now, the first person who will want to tell you, oh, welcome to our school, blah, 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 she's the one, you know? And then over time too, we, when we go to communities to do some maybe basic um, health talk and all that, we, we educate mothers on little things they need to know, you know, to at least to save the, these children from getting infections. We also try to talk to, um, we also try to talk to Agberos. Sometimes we can just do some kind of talk outside and and um please hold on sometimes we might just do want to do some kind of um um talk for the community and just say okay you know what let's today let's talk to the algorithms let's try to talk to them about cleanliness because i'm more about hygiene too as much as i want to educate people on going back to school and having one thing to call their own you know I still think hygiene is very, very, very important. So um, it, the little we've done, we've been able to um, educate people on good hygiene. Like they say, cleanliness is next to godliness. And that is something we need to, we need to always preach. Um, we've also helped children, you know, be more open to either their guardian or their parent or whoever it is to stay with. Um, there's this thing I learned over time, which is maintenance culture. So when I go to a school to talk, to, you know, you know, teach them one or two things, I still do follow-ups to be sure that that which has been taught is been implemented one way or the other. You know, um, as much as you want to teach someone something today, it doesn't mean the next day the person will change. So the person needs some kind of subtle uh, reminder every now and then or just once in a while you do a subtle reminder so the person would always remember oh, okay let me go back to this new thing that has been taught so i think we've made impact in different ways um throughout um reach out we've tried to um, talk to people we tried to um teach kindness to not just to the disadvantaged people but also um, via my social media i try to preach kindness a lot of people want to wait till they have one million before they try to help, before they try to do anything. Sometimes that when you wait for that one million, it may never come. So why don't you help with the five naira? They said, um, um, with the little you have, if you can move, if you can help one person, you've helped a nation, right? So if you have ten naira, please help go out and use the ten naira and help somebody. Okay, great. If you could take one thing to heaven after you leave the world, what would it be? Okay, she's taking me to heaven. Um, what will it be? What will it be? Oh my God, Charles! <laughs> what will it be? Ah, it will be the fact that I taught people to be kind. I don't think I can overemphasize the importance of kindness. Really, um, a lot of times we see people, you know, covered up looking all happy and all that but deep down they're going through a lot i tell you something on monday i posted something because every monday i try to post on my instagram linkedin and facebook of course the same thing i'm just trying to preach or help one person or encourage one person and someone sent me a message on facebook and this has to be like the first time this has ever happened in maybe seven years i started writing on instagram or something and he said as much as 
I know you encourage people, which isn't easy. I know you also need someone to talk to. Please feel free to talk to me. You okay. know, and it just shows you how um, emotionally intelligent that person is. Because sometimes uh, the greatest motivational speakers need help. Sometimes the best preachers also need to be preached to. We know these things, we want to help you, but do we also um, have what it takes to do what we are preaching and telling people to do? No. So we might also have, need that extra push. Not even extra, we might even need a push. Extra is going too deep. We might just need that push. We might need someone to all actually ask sincerely, Claire, how are you today? Yeah, so I, I, keep, I, I will never stop telling people, try to be kind. I know the, the society, the world we live in has made it so difficult to help people. You're not sure who you want to help. You're not sure who you don't want to help. But the truth about it is um, we need to help people. We need to be kind. So I, I think I would like to take that. Like, yes, I would go to heaven knowing that I preached about kindness. Okay. And that's it. Okay. Yes. Where can we find you on social media? I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm not active on Twitter. I don't really understand that platform. Oh. Yes, so I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, yes. Okay, great. What is one thing you want to be remembered for? For kindness. <laughs> kindness is encompassing. It's like an umbrella. So kindness could mean not just giving you material things and money. Kindness could mean me being available for you at the time you need me. Kindness could mean that I taught you what you never knew, or I was very insisting on making you um, come out of your ignorance. Kindness could mean that I give up a lot of things for you. In other words, I sacrifice stuff for you. Kindness is an umbrella. It contains a lot of things. I want to be remembered for that kind person who would give out anything or just sacrifice her time, anything she has for somebody. Great. Amazing. Amazing. So it was nice talking to you, Claire. Thank you, Charles. Right, Thank I wish you the very best in the new, for the remaining three months, rather the remaining three months that we have left in the year. So, yeah. you know, despite the COVID, we should still try as much as possible to achieve our goals. Yes. Great. Yes. So, uh, have a nice day, Claire. It was nice talking to you. Thank you, Charles. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, great. Bye. All right, then. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Claire was an amazing guest and she's an incredible woman. Do drop a review on this podcast to really help a lot and subscribe. Till next time, be legendary. <laughs>